1: Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R A M P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions
0: apply.
2: Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett
0: On this episode, on the precipice of all-out war with Iran, is Trump being deceived and manipulated by his deep state advisors.
3: When they give him a briefing about Soleimani, they just make up lie after lie. I mean, Pompeo, with a straight face twice, has already said he has countered the Iraqi prime minister who said, Soleimani was here on a diplomatic mission. We invited him here at the behest of the U.S. And Pompeo saying, well, that's not true. He was there to attack. He had to plan an attack on, on U.S. diplomats. And yet the senators who heard the briefing said there's no evidence of that.
0: Say, I just published the January 2020 issue of my monthly newsletter, Inner Sanctum. If you missed out, no problem. All you need to do is go to my website strangeplanet.ca and register. Just enter your name and email address and you'll start receiving Inner Sanctum every month for free starting in February. And once you register, your name automatically goes into the monthly draw for free Strange Planet merch. It's so simple. Just go to strangeplanet.ca, enter your name and email address. The Inner Sanctum. Yours absolutely free. Register today at strangeplanet.ca.
2: Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres, Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs, here's Richard Serrett.
0: Welcome to your Friday. Hey, this is late breaking, but I've been asked to sit in for George Norrie tonight, Friday, Jan 10th on Coast to Coast. He's decided to take a much-deserved night off, so I hope you can listen. As always, go to coasttocoastam.com. And go to the affiliates page to find a list of radio stations and hopefully you can find one near you so you can listen this episode was supposed to be part one of a two-parter on living in a computer simulation but of course Iran is top of mind right now so we'll get Joel Skousen in here from World Affairs Brief to give us his unique perspective on that volatile situation and then starting Monday I'll present the two-parter on Living in the Matrix. Of course, our thoughts and prayers go out to the families and friends of the victims aboard the 737 Ukraine International Airlines flight PS752, which now appears to have been knocked out of the sky by an Iranian anti-missile system after the Iranians fired a dozen or so ballistic missiles at two U.S. bases inside Iraq. All 176 aboard died, including 63 Canadians. Joel Skousen is, as I mentioned, editor and publisher of World Affairs Brief, a weekly news analysis service subtitled Commentary and Insights on a Troubled World. Joel concentrates on adding back into the news information that the establishment media and governments purposely omit in order to keep you from knowing the underlying agenda behind their actions or statements. Joel believes there is a globalist conspiracy to undermine national sovereignty and to create wars and other provocations that will justify rolling back civil liberties. Joel Skousen, welcome to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you?
3: Good to be with you again, Richard. It's always a pleasure to be interviewed by you.
0: In your estimation, was it wise or ill-advised to take out Qasem Soleimani?
3: It was absolutely ill-advised, and it's part of a, a larger trap that the deep state was setting for Donald Trump. Everything that Donald Trump did leading up to this and in response to it was fed to him by advisors. There's no way that any advisor would countenance assassinating the second-top leader in Iran when he was headed to, to Baghdad on a diplomatic mission. In fact, the U.S. set it up for him. The U.S. got Saudi Arabia to present a peace plan to Iraq, and the U.S. and Saudi Arabia asked Iraq to intervene with Iran and to uh, and to enter into negotiations. And so Iraq calls uh, Soleimani and invites him to come. Actually, they sent the, the Saudi peace plan to Soleimani, and Soleimani was coming to Baghdad and then going on to Riyadh, to brief the Saudis on his response and the US knew all this they tracked him that's why he flew not on military aircraft but a civilian aircraft and uh, had people watching him when he got out got on his limousine radioed to the drone or to the controllers of the drone that uh, he was going to be in such and such a car they tracked him as well as Abu Mahdi uh, Humandes uh, who was the t- uh, one of the one of the top um, militia leaders in Iraq, which really enraged the Iraqis. So this was a pre-planned trap for Donald Trump to get into a quagmire, and he didn't have a clue.
0: But afterwards, he showed tremendous restraint. Do you think he now knows that he was set up?
3: Well, I suspect that he suspects a trap because Iran, you know, when, when Iran shot down that drone, the U.S. also had invading Iraqi airspace, uh, Iranian airspace, uh, a P 8 with uh, with 35 crew members aboard. And Iran saw both of those aircraft and chose to shoot down the drone and spare the, uh, the Americans. And this time, they sent a dozen missiles at two U.S. Uh, occupied Iraqi bases with very small warheads. I saw the satellite photos. They landed in the middle of a tent complex and only took out half of a large tent. Now that's not a big explosive. And uh, US intelligence immediately telegraphed to Donald Trump that it looks like that they purposely worked to evade US casualties. And that impresses Donald Trump. So he stood down and of course bragged about Iranian standing down so that he wouldn't think like you know he was losing face. Right. But in fact, Iran in fact, Iran did take look. Iran had promised their people hundreds of thousands of people in the square that we were going to retaliate. So they had to do something. Yes. Yes. But they clearly showed restraint in using a very low capacity warhead on these missiles to uh, so they wouldn't do any damage.
0: So the deep state—we we would include the new defense secretary Mark Esper, absolutely. Gina, absolutely. CIA director Gina Helper.
3: absolutely. Deep state from from the get go. Now they, for example, they fed Trump. Uh, you know the the false information that he was declaring an imminent attack. Senator Lee and Senator Rand Paul. Well, Senator Lee was in a briefing for the Senate today. Oh, he was on fire.
0: He, he was on fire today. He, he was, was so mad. This
3: was the worst briefing I had ever seen. And when they tried to justify well, they killed the Senator, he just didn't add up. You know, it was just, you know, uh, trying to snowball us. And then they had the audacity to say to us or suggest that we not dispute the war powers resolution lest it look like weakness in front of Iran. And he was lit on fire, you know, to tell Congress you can't. Uh, you know, just, uh, restrain the president's war powers. Uh, you know, just uh, I mean, this is the, this is what Rand Paul and Mike Lee have been waiting for: is the Democrats to get on board. Uh, you know, an anti-war movement so that they could uh, restrict the president's War power Act.
0: Trump's base, they want. They want Trump to keep his promises They want to get out of the Middle east. can Can Trump still navigate these shark infested waters if he's surrounded by a deep state? can he can he pull out pull out the bases in in Iraq and elsewhere?
3: Absolutely not. Um, the The deep state is not going to allow this. In fact, they want to stay there just because they know it will continue to antagonize Iran. Iran has said, and Iraq has said, You know, um, our whole purpose is not to go to war with the United States. We'll defend ourselves if we have to, but we want the U.S. out of our neighborhood. We want the U.S. out. And the globalists are in there specifically to build a, a reputation as the bully of the world that will help provoke World War III, give Russia and China eventually the excuse to attack the United States. And they want to continue to provoke all of the Arab countries around them. And, uh, you know, when I heard the news reports all about Iran, I kept hearing people state as fact that Iran had, when Iran attacked the, um, uh, the oil fields, inside. when Iran did this, it, you know, it was absolutely bogus. Iran would have had to overfly the Seventh Fleet, all those Aegis destroyers in the Straits of Hormuz that have all these radars, and they would have had radar tapes showing that the attacks came from Iran, and there were no such tapes.
0: So, who fired on the oil fields?
3: Well, I think it was a, uh, an Israeli uh, false flag attack piggybacking on top of the Yemenis attack with drones. The Yemenis drones did not have the kind of firepower and precision weapons to do the kind of damage in the oil field that happened. So, I think what happened is they knew. And Israeli intelligence has, they've infiltrated every Arab country uh, including Yemen. So they knew when that drone strike was going to happen, and they prepared, I think, a piggyback. They simply snuck in their weapon system, whatever they were, that did those precision attacks and uh, and followed along so they could blame it on um, on Iran, either indirectly through Yemen, supported by Iran, and, of course, the U.S. went as far as saying Iran itself. To show you what this spying, how, you know, this is what the Iranians really have to realize the U.S. admitted today that they had warning hours in advance of this missile attack on the two U.S. air bases. Hours in advance. That means they've got an Israeli spy deep within the Iranian, uh, Iranian hierarchy.
0: So, what is Trump to do? If you were advising him, if you were his national security advisor, knowing that he's surrounded by nothing but, but deep state sharks, how does he hold this thing together? How does he prevent World um, War Three?
3: The first thing I would tell him is sit down and take about an hour explaining how the U.S. deep state controls ISIS, al-Qaeda, uh, and every terrorist organization uh, in the Middle East and runs them and finances them using Saudi Arabia, trains the, the various... Uh, terrorist leaders, and uh, showing the proof of uh, the U.S. you know sending in helicopters to rescue ISIS leaders out of Mosul when it was surrounded, and then out of Raqqa, sending in 50 semi-trucks to um, to rescue ISIS, their family, and their heavy, heavy weapons and show them the, the evidence from Diliana uh Detancheva, the Romanian journalist who's uh, photographed all of the U.S. papers showing that the weapons coming to of ISIS and the depots captured in Syria came from the U.S. and Eastern Europe through Silkways Airlines. They've got the manifest, everything. They've got U.S. signatures on it. I mean, there's just proof out there. the U.S. is uh, supporting ISIS. And Pompeo comes out today and claims that Soleimani is supporting ISIS. But it was Soleimani who, in fact, through Quds, is the only one who provided weapons for the Iraqis so that they could defeat ISIS in Mosul. Mohandis, who was killed along with Soleimani, said before he died, he said, the U.S. didn't provide us any weapons, no bullets, they, uh, they took out all of their maintenance people so the Iraqis didn't have any, their Abrams tanks could not be, uh, uh, you know, maintained. Uh, we had to get our AK-47 from Iran. We had to get our ammunition from Iran. And it was very, very clear that the U.S. literally prepared the way for ISIS to come in by withdrawing support from Iraq.
0: Joel Skousen, editor, publisher of World Affairs Brief. Joel, how do we subscribe?
3: Well, people, uh, the World Affairs Brief uh, is about a dollar a week uh, for a subscription, $48 a year. People can get a one-month subscription for $5. But they can also get a free sample copy by emailing me at editor at worldaffairsbrief.com. And I'd recommend they get this Friday's brief where I'm going to lay out all of this in detail so they'll know what's going on.
0: How many languages do you speak, Joel?
3: Well, I read six and uh, I'm fluent in about three
0: my word but do you speak Farsi
3: no. no I don't I don't speak uh, Israeli or Farsi they're very esoteric languages. very difficult to keep up your practice you pretty well have to go to a military language school to get good up on those but I do read the English language versions that come out of Syria and Iran to get their point of view. And of course I read the US stuff too, but it's amazing how stuff that, uh, proof that Syria has, for example, that they didn't use chemical weapons on their own people and proof that Iran has about certain things never gets past the US filters, never gets to the US. So I always try to use my languages to read foreign sources so that I can find out what is being filtered here in the United States.
0: What's next, do you think, is Iran Going to use its proxies in Iraq to continue to attack the United States? Is Iran going to test America again? What's next?
3: Well, you've got to remember that it's not—it's not quite kosher to use the word proxies with Iran. Iran supports militarily dozens and dozens of, of groups that are trying to fight U.S.-backed terrorists. I want to make this very clear: the U.S. continually says the propaganda. That Iran is the biggest sponsor of terrorism, and this is absolutely untrue. Iran is the biggest sponsor of militias and fighting forces trying to fight U.S.-backed terror, as well as Bahrain and Qatar are the biggest sponsor of terrors. They arm them, they supply them with weapons, and there are no moderates, by the way. Absolutely not. They're all jihadists, And that's why the U.S. created ISIS simply by taking about 50% of the Syrian uh, back terrorists that they were supporting and said, you're now called ISIS. They gave them new leaders. I mean, they didn't announce this to them. They brought in new leadership and and took away about half and gave them priority on funding and sent them rampaging in Iraq. The real target was to get back into Syria, but they sent them into Iraq so that they could have the very excuse that they're using today that if we leave Iraq, ISIS will overrun Iraq again. Well, ISIS was directed by the U.S. to overrun Iraq. They had two large weapons depots there in Iraq, and the Iraqis knew about it and and called Obama and said, we want you to destroy those weapons depots. Somebody's planning on attacking us, and Obama refused.
0: What would happen if President Trump were just to announce unilaterally,
3: we're pulling out of Iraq? Well, you know, he's announced several times before, like in Syria, and they keep talking him out of it. We've got more people in Syria now than before. It's just, I just don't have any confidence in its ability to overcome the deep state. For one, he can't tell who's deep state and who isn't, until they absolutely, uh, right in front of his face, betray him, like James Comey did, and then they talk him into replacing him with another deep stater, like Christopher Wray. Bill not- Barr, his attorney general, is playing loyal to Trump, but he's a deep state uh, cover-up artist for George H.W. Bush, a born-again globalist.
0: There's nothing but deep state it sounds like. No,
3: no, there isn't. There isn't. And so, as I say, Donald Trump continues to get manipulated with false intelligence. And Susan Gordon, deputy D- uh, director of um, Dan Coats, who was D&I at the time, said that Trump sometimes says, I don't believe that, or what do you base that upon? But he has no background to be able to counter the sophisticated excuses they give. And I'll tell you, when they give him a briefing about Soleiman, they just make up lie after lie. I mean, Pompeo, with a straight face twice, has already said he has countered the Iraqi prime minister who said Soleimani was here on a diplomatic mission. We invited him here at the behest of the U.S. And Pompeo was saying, well, that's not true. He was there to attack. you, had not plan an attack on, on U.S. diplomats. And yet the senators who heard the briefing said there's no evidence of that. The U.S. provided no evidence. They just kept parroting the same generalities. And even, you know, they can even falsify the evidence, just like they falsified the the so-called trail through the Internet hacking of election interference by Russia. They falsified that. I mean, you can falsify anything. The NSA has the best hackers in the world. But you can have your own agents in Iran or, in you know, give you, "Quote intelligence," you don't have to tell the president this is an agent owned by us. Uh, you know, claiming that we've got a transcript and that Soleimani said this and Soleimani, and, you know, how would you counter that? You know, do you do you get the name of the person? Do you go track him down and, and, and find out what is bad? It would take a tremendous amount of effort, and a president can't do that. And if you cast anybody in the CIA or the NSA, to it, they'll they'll lie to it. They won't investigate. <laughs>
0: Happy Price! Go to your Happy Price! Priceline! I want to tell you about something I discovered recently called Carbon 60. I call it the miracle molecule. Now, you might remember an interview I did recently with a researcher, Chris Burris, who's looking to help people who experience pain, inflammation, loss of sleep, or lost mental acuity with his new C60 company, C60Evo.com. He has a product which is a consumable form of carbon-60 called ESS60 that's been proven in peer-reviewed, published research to extend the lifespan of test rats by 90% while allowing them to live tumor-free. That's pretty amazing. Those rats were given the C60Evo.com formula. The formula is a powerful antioxidant 172 times more powerful than vitamin C, and it's known to be a powerful anti-inflammatory. C60 is based on Nobel Prize winning chemistry. I highly recommend ESS60. The mighty Aphrodite and I take a tablespoon every morning, and we're both pain-free and sleeping better than ever. Discover the benefits of carbon-60, I call it the miracle molecule, ESS60, from c60evo.com. Now, make sure to use the coupon code RS1SPEC. That's RS1SPEC. Buy today at c60evo.com. That's c60evo.com. And don't forget the code RS1SPEC. This product has not been assessed by the FDA and is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure. If you have a medical concern, please consult your healthcare provider.
2: The truth goes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Then, it is violently opposed. Finally, it is accepted as self-evident. Let me just read that again. I don't know what that means? Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett.
0: Joel Skousen from World Affairs Brief is here. What do you think is happening inside Iran? We we see uh, these these protests, and yes, there was a big turnout for Suleiman. But you know, I tend to think a lot of those people are you know ordered go put on your morning clothes and and cry, or else. Um, oh, no, no, no.
3: I don't, I don't abide at all. Uh, listen, if there's anything that made, that solidified and overcame the opposition is what Donald Trump did. He did more to cause hatred of the United States in both Iraq for the killing, you know, of the Iraqi general as well as Soleimani in Iran. And, you know, the people, there's a lot of people in Iran, a minority, but a lot of, a uh, fairly large minority that really want a secular. Uh, Islamic State. They don't want a radical, you know, religious humanity. They right. Want to be able wouldn't to be
0: wouldn't you like to see that too? Yeah, I would. Yeah.
3: No, absolutely. If you ever you watch Rick Steves' interviews, when he goes to Iran, these people want to be like the United States. or They want to be normal. They want to have open access to the Internet. So there is opposition to the existing regime. But I'll tell you, I mean... This was really spontaneous. It would be like killing the general, the Joint Chiefs of Staff in America with a drone strike. You think we'd be outraged? Of course we would. And that's what Trump's advisors got to do. Trump didn't think that up. Even if they told him that, you know, Suleiman was trying to, you know, he would say, what do we do? He said, well, we can take him out with a drone strike and Trump will get all huffy and say, yeah, let's do that. And he bragged about it. And he was tough about it. Said that saved lives. And I mean, he's just parroting what he learns. But it's very, very sad. There's a lot of Iraqis that want to be a, a secular state too. But you see, in World War One, they purposely the globalists who, who betrayed the Arabs. You know, after World War One. Lawrence of Arabia, they promised them their independence. They didn't get their independence. They got these cobbled together states where they put Sunnis and Shiites and Kurds together in the one country in Iraq, which was guaranteed to create hatred and, and conflict and, and, and discontent for years. Iran doesn't have that kind of uh, thing, and that's why they're trying to build a military Juggernaut to be able to, you know, stand up to the West because they know they're in the crosshairs of the globalists. I'm not defending Iran as a right. regime, but they do not attempt to put their version of the Islamic thing upon the whole world. That's what ISIS did. Only ISIS tried to destroy Muslims, Christians, and everybody in the world. I mean, no, nobody is trying to build a caliphate, you know, truly, you know, wants to kill isn't, other Muslims. Isn't that in their constitution, uh, though?
0: What? Isn't that in Iran's constitution to spread, to spread... Uh... Revolution, revolution in Islam? Yeah,
3: they, well, not revolution, Islam, yes. But they haven't done it by force. They haven't done it.
0: What is John Kerry up to in Iran?
3: I don't really know. It's got to be no good. He's a globalist.
0: His daughter is married, I believe, to the son of the a foreign minister in Iran. It's reported that he said that he's told the regime there, just hold on until Trump's gone. Um, I mean, was that the right track, too? Oh, Appeasement? No, I don't
3: believe that at all. That's disinformation. They wouldn't trust Kerry. Kerry's the one who wanted to destroy, to, to destroy Syria. Ended up making that faux pas at the London press conference that gave Syria an out. But he's a globalist. There's no way that that's true.
0: So if you were, again, national security advisor, I know you'd say you'd sit down with with Trump and explain how the deep state works, but who who can you bring in? Are there any, like... Military flag officers, uh, that, no, no, to counter all the globalists,
3: globalists. all of them. You don't get to be a flag officer unless you're a globalist. You go through these war colleges and they smell out anybody who objects. You don't get promoted, absolutely. You don't get to be a general or an admiral, or in, in any case, unless you are a yes man to the globalists through the war college the vetting system. There's nobody you can depend on. So, where I suspect, yeah. There are a few people who might object silently, but they'll never say anything until they're out of uniform. And the only generals we've ever had, you know, who have protested, uh, have been out of uniform. They just don't do it when they're in uniform.
0: So what would you advise Trump then to do? Is there anything he can do?
3: Well, first of all, I would say don't go to war in the Middle East and pull all the troops out. And, uh, and hold fast to it. Just tell him, you know, for budgetary reasons and everything else, and for campaign promises, we're getting out of the entire region. Bring back all sixty to 80,000 troops. Save trillions of dollars a year. And I'd also advise him. but you were wrong on North Korea. You got snookered by Kim, and he's building nuclear weapons while he waits, and you, while you delay in taking military action. But you do need to target uh, uh, North Korea. And make sure that you bring, you know, take care of that threat so that you avoid World War III.
0: What would you fear more, North Korea with a, with a bomb? They have it. Or Iran?
3: Iran doesn't have the bomb. They're trying, but they don't have the bomb. No,
0: they don't, but they're trying to get one. So who would you fear more?
3: Well, sure. North Korea, because they're run by Russia and China, and those are the big enemies. Iran is peanuts compared to Russia and China. And North Korea is their puppet state that they they've kept Kim the radical Kim in there to be the trigger event for for World War Three. Then Russia and China don't get blamed for starting it. It started by Kim and the US reacts and retaliates to Kim and and that triggers World War Three. Mark my words, it'll happen. Probably toward the end of this decade, but uh Trump's making a major mistake by letting Kim get away with uh building continued nuclear weapons and he, he vowed today not gonna let and Iran get nuclear weapons well what about north korea
0: how does he how does he take out north korea's nuclear capability without starting world war Three?
3: well russia and china have proven time and again that they aren't ready so if you do it now they can't do anything about it they'll raise bloody murder about it but they won't be able to do anything they're not ready yet
0: joel how do we get a a subscription to world affairs brief
3: People can go to my website, worldaffairsbrief.com, but I recommend they get a free sample issue by emailing me at editor at worldaffairsbrief.com, and it tells you in the first paragraph, in bold letters, all the various options about how to subscribe.
0: So, what do you see unfolding next? Will Iran strike again? Will the United States counter?
3: Well, I was... I, no, no. Uh, Iran clearly isn't ready you know still building and still preparing it doesn't want to provoke a war with the u.s. and this uh, this missile strike proved that iran did not want to kill americans which would have ticked donald trump off and triggered a full-scale war so i was predicting war within a month but now all bets are off Uh, now the the democrats are going to continue to uh, you know uh, hammer on trump for this but this was a trap, and Trump, thanks to his instincts, backed out of the trump at the, uh, at the attack. He backed out and refused to go along with the hitting cultural sites that was fed to him in order to make him a war criminal. Can you imagine advisors feeding him the information? You got to hit cultural sites, knowing it would make the president a war criminal.
0: Yeah, that, that uh, was pretty overt, wasn't it?
3: That's very overt, and and you see, Donald Trump smelled a trap. And now he says, I need a way out of this. You know, remember Trump is bluster, flat. you know, he's, he's braggadocious about, you know, attacking Iran. Now he has to eat humble pie, so he doesn't eat humble pie. He just says, well, Iran is backing down, but Trump is backing down. And Iran clearly, you know, uh, did not want to provoke Iran, uh, Trump, and it worked again. So I don't know. Uh, listen, this is the top on the globalist agenda is to get a war with Iran. So I suspect now they'll have to go to the actual false flag attack where they actually kill American troops and and blame it on Iran.
0: Trump must be sitting in the White House saying to himself, I am all alone
3: here. (laughs) I wish that were true. I just wish he was that introspective. Really afraid that Donald Trump is so easily manipulated, I just can't trust where he is. I've stopped trying to predict other than weakness uh, about what Donald Trump's going to do.
0: So you're saying World War Three before the end of the decade, what's going to play out in 2020?
3: Well, I, you know, the globalists are still going to try to get a war with Iran while it's hot. So I'm, I'm predicting we'll get that false flag event that it will kill Americans. And uh, however they have to do it, including infiltrating some of the so-called proxies of Iran and getting them to attack and kill Americans, they'll get Donald Trump riled up again. I am... A, I'm not sure how how far the Democrats will take this restriction of the war powers. Uh, It's a good thing if they do it. But, you know, this is one of the things that led me to the belief that this was a trap, is the fact that Democrats are very much controlled by the deep state. Look at the whole impeachment process. Yes, And for them to turn around, and deep state wants war over the land, so for them to turn around and oppose the war meant... The advisors are going to get Donald Trump into the war. It's going to be a disaster, and we're going to take it to the bank and destroy him in the next election. So we'll have to watch how far they take now. Now that Donald Trump's back down and it's been defused for now, we'll see how long, how far the Democrats take this uh, anti-war, to, uh, because that's a, a globalist agenda to have the War Powers Resolution rather than have to go to Congress for a declaration of war. So I'd be very surprised if the Democrats actually fell fall, followed through with that.
2: Joel,
0: Scow- <clears throat> Joel Skousen, always a pleasure. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you, Richard. Bye now.
0: Okay, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs... I'll be back in a moment with a few words about an upcoming episode.
1: Hey, this is Tony Merkel, host of The Confessionals, a blog talk radio podcast that brings you weekly interviews with eyewitness accounts of strange and unexplained events. From paranormal activity to UFO encounters to Bigfoot sightings, step into The Confessionals as we explore mysterious real-life stories. Check us out on your favorite podcast app or theconfessionalspodcast.com. Many thanks to Conspiracy Unlimited for having me on the air. I'll see you all on The Confessionals.
0: Be sure to be listening Monday for part one of my two-part conversation with electrical engineer and author Jim Elvidge as we discuss whether we might be living inside a computer simulation.
3: Essentially, in a dream, you're kind of brainstorming. You're thinking about things in a sort of a fantasy way. Your mind can go, or your consciousness can go wherever it wants. But in the physical reality, it can't quite, because it's constrained by the rules of our physical reality, the physics engine and and the fact that other people are observing the same thing.
0: Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now.